It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 700. We made it. A Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raider, Ben Funky Askren, and our special guest for the day, our international man of some mystery, not that much mystery, John Kozak. You're not that mysterious for an international man. No. You're just an international man. And we're going to be international men very soon. Mm -hmm. Kozak and I are flying to Oslo. Not together. Nope. Nope. He's going to JFK from Oslo. I'm going to Atlanta. But we're going to meet in Oslo. We're leaving today alongside Ali and Spey. And Mike's going to meet us there. And our shooter, David Kuhn, is going to be fun times. So it's a big week. It's World's Week. It starts Saturday. Very exciting stuff. But before we get into all that, well, let's check in with the boys. Where are my manners? Ben, how are you? You were in Austin. I'm, you have to be sadder now that, you're, uh, now that you're home. Uh, yeah, I, love, I freaking love Austin. It's such a great, tremendous town. Great. Really great stuff. Uh, had a had a fun time in studio. Had a fun time on my other podcast. Just had a really good time all around. Um, I'm really excited for the worlds. I actually, you know what? I thought they were like Thursday this week. I didn't realize they didn't start till Saturday, so that's kind of disappointing. But I am excited to watch uh, watch some wrestling. I do not have a whole bunch scheduled for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, so I should have a lot of time to watch wrestling. Well planned. Good job, James Dean. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm sorry you're not coming next time. Yeah, it's be, okay. We'll be world's boys. Someone's got to hold it down here. That's right. Because we're not stopping the show. Me, Bram Bader, baby. Yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. Yeah, and I, ben, I, was, I think Ben will be involved, right? right? And Ben. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we're holding wow. it down. It's just we're me and you tomorrow. Here. It's just me and you tomorrow. Ben will not be here. <sighs> we're going to have to do some counseling. We need to keep you guys united. Okay. Yeah. Hey, before we get into worlds, this is going to be a very world-heavy show. Um, some pretty big news. Nick Buzakis going to be going to Ohio State, and they're putting together quite a class. They got Nick Feldman, um, who's the pound for pound number one. Buzakis is number three, I believe. Um, do they have anyone else signed or, or Shoemate? Shoemate 
and another local Ohio kid, also. state champ, who's not too bad. So he doesn't know his name. That's why he did not say his name. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, I am blanking on his name currently. Okay, come on, Ben. Fair so, enough. Fair enough. Buzakis to Ohio State definitely. Uh, it felt all along like that they were the front runner for him, and now one thing that's interesting, as interesting as anything about this, is you know the discussion about Jesse Mendez and how does this impact Jesse Mendez's recruitment. And oftentimes when you get big recruits, similar weight range, it's kind of like a, uh, okay, he's there, so he won't go to the school probably. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the exact opposite effect for Mendez. I think that really? if, well, I'll say this, not that it's going to mean that Jesse's going to Ohio State. It is viewed as a positive in the Mendez camp that Buzakis is going yeah. to Ohio State, Ohio State for Ohio State. Well, especially like, in that kind of weight range, it is relatively easier to move around. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I, I agree. I think I think Buzakis, he may be a, a 33-41. I think um, 41-49 for Mendez. Mendez wants to be the – he has his eyes set on that 65-kilogram world team spot. That's like where he thinks he's going to be for his career. So it's interesting. So Buzakis, hey, is Buzakis partially to Ohio State because the – so, Ohio State has some Wisconsin guys that they let Russell Greco on a very regular basis. And Ohio State Buzakis did very good at the Greco, Greco World Team trials. They had like three finalists. That's what I'm saying. So is that part of the reason? And then you would have Buzakas and Greco and Mendez in freestyle. Maybe. Is that a I don't know. I, don't, uh, I would assume that would be a, a factor in it. Um, he didn't but, mention it in his post. And he, he mostly just mentioned uh, relationship with coaches and their success. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm struggling here, and I know you guys, you guys know I'm semi-inept sometimes in searching the internet. I found the class of 2020 high school big board, but the last update I can find is November 19, 2020. So it has been a while either, since it has been updated. Yes. You guys really haven't done it? Who needs to get to work in there? I'm going to come fire someone if they don't put a new damn big board up real quick. Do it. Do it. But who? Who? Who am I firing? No, we're not putting names in the street. <laughs> don't be rude, Ben. Rude Ben Askren. Probably Bray. Bray, yeah. get to work. I'm yeah, coming to Austin. Get him. You were just here. Uh, well, I didn't know it wasn't updated. I would have got him when I was there. You could have enforced. Okay, so that's big. Mendez, um, he's in the middle of his visits, I believe. I, I think the big three for him, I don't know, kind of a guess. I think Ohio State. I think Penn State. I think Michigan. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Missouri. Yeah, I, I saw. Care. I threw out that NLI offer last week. So you, yeah, oh, you threw it out. Okay. Well, there's the 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 offer's been laid. It sounds probably illegal, but I don't know. There are, actually, there may not I, be I, any I don't rules it is. anymore. I actually That's have a business. I actually have a business, and they're actually allowed to earn money. So I don't think it's illegal, Christian. I don't think. Uh, I think all the rules are gone at this point. Correct. Gavin Brown's the other kid uh, I found that's mm-hmm. going to Ohio State. He's pretty tough too. Yes, He's Gavin solid. Brown. So that's that's big news for Ohio State as they're looking to get back in the in the title and the trophy contending. Form, Shoemate, Feldman, Buzakis, very strong class with with that alone. If they could add to it, could be uh, could be another great great recruiting class for Ohio State. Uh, much needed as well. Stefan Micic, this was a news news dump. Yeah, news dump. They news dumped us. They the Iowa didn't news dump us. They they coordinated perfectly with our show. But Stefan, after FRL, announced he is coming back. So he and both Miles Amin, two That's Olympians. Awesome. On the uh, Wolverines. That has to be a record. Yeah, I think so. 
We'll, we'll, we're going to call it a record until someone fact checks us and proves us wrong. I don't think they can. I think it's impossible. You can't do it. Right. And even if they did, there's literally no way to know. Yep. They can kiss our butts. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Uh, so we still, I don't think we know about Logan Massa, what he's going to do. I've not um, seen if he's announced anything. Okay. Yet. Real quick, what's uh what's Michigan squad then? Because uh you know it's in Detroit. We talked about being in Detroit. I don't believe you know since Iowa gets to bring everyone back this year, I don't think they really have a chance at winning. But can they get a trophy? You know they're gonna have mean. They got the transfer. They got Mason Paris. They got Michich. They got Ragusin. Can they get a trophy or what? They're gonna be in contention for sure. They're in contention. Um, it'll be who's the one ninety seven transfer I'm blanking on right now? Brucky. Brucky, thank you. Yeah, big old Brucky. They yeah, got they're... Will Luan. So Mass is not on the he's not on the roster, and Mitrich and Amin are. So Rutt row. Also, a quick uh, Instagram uh, glance. He had a child in July. A beautiful Ooh. little girl. Huh. Logan Massa. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations, very, very Logan. Cute little baby. Should um, use that dad strength and try and win an NCAA title. Strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta at least give it a shot with the dad strength. Gets all these college guys because in in the international scene, there's a lot of fathers, right? Not a lot of fathers on the college scene. It's your one chance to have the true dad strength advantage. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some something to consider, Logan. Um, well, if not him at 74, who who do we think they'll use? I'm looking through the lineup. I have no idea. I mean, they have uh, they got a bunch of 25 hunters, but they got uh, I forgot Camamine too. Camamine was an All American last year. Fantastic last mm-hmm. year. He had a really good year, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know who they got. They actually have a kid from Wisconsin, Max Mailer, and then I don't he even know. He was their guy last dude. year. Yeah, he, he he didn't have a ton of success. Or in 2020, um, not last year, 2020. Joe Walker, I, I've never heard of him, and Texas I don't really know who their other <laughs> – I don't know who their other options are. So they'll have a pretty tough squad, but there are obviously a few holes. Yes. Logan, Logan would be uh, have a huge impact. But 74 is going to be tough too, so nothing nothing guaranteed for sure. Okay. Oh, they've named Jaden Bullock from Virginia. I don't know him though. Um, wait. I never mind. I'm not even gonna try to pretend I know. I thought I knew who he was. You don't uh, know nothing about Virginia. You sold out. You moved to Texas. Oh, here we go. And sell out nothing. <laughs> sell uh, out. No, I. Well, me not knowing Virginians is. Uh, when I was coaching high school, I didn't know anyone other than like the nationally ranked Christiansburg kids. Like well, I they have 47 divisions, so it's probably pretty hard. That that's part of it. The uh, it's uh, we actually, you know, everyone hates, but no, no state has more state champions uh, than, <laughs> than Virginia. We have the most state champions, so and it's pretty. We'll always have that. We'll always have that. That's maybe all we will have, but we will have it. Jordan Burroughs, well-timed baby. This was close. I cut that thing out. Go to Worlds. Yeah, great timing. Uh, congrats to Jordan on his. Baby boy, the fourth Burroughs child. Um, I believe his name is Banner. Banner Jordan Burroughs. Strong name. And, uh, yeah, so now he can just focus on uh, helping Team USA win a world title. Exciting stuff. So a lot of news, lots of stuff going on. And uh, why don't we why don't we dive in? And we'll kind of let Kozak drive here. This is uh, – Okay, this, can I get mad at Kozak yes, real quick? Yes, I can't wait. I was – I was – Kozak, I was – you know, this – the start of you working at Flow was me getting mad at you. So now right. this is gonna get you. This is gonna get you a raise for sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm reading through the damn previews and I'm like, yeah, all my uh, world medalists. Yeah, world medalists. I'm getting through. I'm like, 
Kozak just predicted four world medals in a row. He's going to go 10 for 10 American medalist. I freaking love this guy. Give him a raise. Then he leaves off Nick Wisdowski. And I'm like, <laughs> listen, the brackets are unbalanced. You could have snuck his ass in there somewhere. Just put him in the second bronze and we go 10 for 10. I know. 10 for 10. Can you imagine? I know. I, and that's, that's what I, I didn't realize till the end. And then I went back and looked at everything. I'm like, oh man, I left, I left one guy out in his quiz. But I think I did that because he's, if he gets on the same side as Zari and uh, Akul, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. So we could just do I think we have an idea and get him on the other side. That's true. We could do that. Yeah. Why don't you rig the bracket for him? Yeah, I know how they. Yeah, the, the random draw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hack into that. Hack so. into the Ethereum. That's why I'm power. going. I think it's powered by Ethereum. It is the Ethereum blockchain. Blockchain, blockchain does maybe. the draws. So if you get mad <laughs> at the draws, blame Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Someone, one of our FRL questions was the end of year price for Bitcoin, Ben. Um, it's it's on the really? way down. Yeah. No, uh, September's a uh, really terrible month every single year. October, wait for October. October's going to be a great time. Lots of great news coming down the pipe. Okay, wow. Right down the pipe. We'll stay tuned. All right. So you don't own Bitcoin. I don't know what you're doing with your life anymore. <sighs> Probably. Never mind. Sorry, we should go on to wrestling. But if you don't own Bitcoin, you're a moron. That's a little up. strong. Morons. 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 You're morons. Really? If you're not at least at least one percent of your net worth, if you're not hedging against the dollar crashing, I can't be friends with you. One percent. Okay. Now we're talking. I'm all about classic cars. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Triples. That's where you invest. Get mm-hmm. doubles. Get triples of, of every kind of classic car. <laughs> yep. All right. Fifty-seven kilograms. <laughs> We've got Thomas Patrick Gilman. He's a one-time world medalist, one-time Olympic medalist, and look great at the Olympics, going to look to win a world title. No Ogoyev in this field. Uh, tee it up. Who are the big landmines? What is the 57 landscape, Kozak? Yeah, it's, I mean, really favors Gilman. Um, he's going to be seeded first, and Suleiman Otley will be the, the number two seed. So they'll be opposite sides. That's good for us. So Otley's a big... He's past world medalist. He's beaten Gilman. Um, he beat him in the bronze medal match 2018. So Otley will be someone who's, you know, a contender, can can win gold for sure. Uh, Russia's Mudaliev is going to be randomly drawn in, and he has two wins over Gilman. So we kind of want to see him opposite side. Uh, uh, Azerbaijan's Kashalov, he's good. Sayutrin's good. Abe from Japan. Uh, those are kind of the big... Guys, I see Erdinabat from Mongolia as a past world medalist. Um, so he's he's a threat. Uh, Uzbekistan pulled out late, and they had a, a really solid guy at 57. So that kind of does us some favors. But I like I really like Gilman's chances. We have a clip of uh, Russia's Mudaliev if we want to yeah, let's play, um, play that. And then Ben, I'd like to get your input on when it, what he does here with the with the underhook. He kind of works himself into the seatbelt position. And he does this. This is one match, but I was watching a couple of his others, and he does this a lot, where he forces the right side underhook um, and and gets into that seatbelt position um, quite quite a bit. So I don't know, Ben, uh, if you want to yeah, talk about you know that. What? I always felt like uh, I said I, maybe a handful of years ago, I would have said I don't really like this like throw by position, and a lot of people get stuck there. But so many foreigners make a living of just like mm-hmm. it's not quick or fast or efficient, but they just grind it out there and, and they're able to get a lot of takedowns from that position. So I've become uh, significantly more of a fan of like 
it's like a really slow throw by and then eventually go down, you know, go down to the leg and then, you know, knee behind and then eventually work to it. So I've become much more a fan of that position. Man, he really does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very consistent attack. It's it's like yeah. he just forces that underhook and then really tries to either chase the far leg or then he'll uh, work in the seatbelt position. Yeah, it's yeah. not pretty. Yeah, um, but he's, so he beat Gilman twice, both at the end of 2019. The first match was 10-8, to 8, and then the second match was 2-1. to 1. Um, But that was two years ago, so I'm, I'm not really sure yeah, how much Gilman, stock you put in Olympic it. Olympic Gilman was better than any other Gilman before yeah. that. So, um, yeah, I think I think maybe the and the reason maybe like uh well not that one that guy tried um when when they go underhook throw by and then they start shelving the the leg up on the far leg almost all the time in America that's considered potentially dangerous and it's stopped a lot so you're gonna stop one of the scoring sequences where in, at the world level they really let them wrestle there you guys know yeah. what I'm saying mm-hmm, they put the sure. on the far hip so yeah. that's you know that probably helps also yes so um. This will be Mutalia's first ever senior world team, right, John? Mm-hmm. Yep, first ever senior world team. Um, so, I mean, I love Gilman's chances to medal uh, for sure. And I think he, if he wrestles the same way he did at the Olympics, I think he's, he's a great shot to win. That would be huge. Um, the other question I had for you, because I, I know in this weight class, Gilman is the only returning Olympic medalist. All the yeah. others chose not to compete. So there was 32 freestyle uh, Olympic medalists uh, just two months ago, and mm-hmm. five of them were American, so 27 were non-American. Of those 27, how many are competing? Do you know offhand? Is how many it medalists? Half? Is it a quarter? Yeah, how many? Yeah, the, there's how 11. Medalists? 11 competing. So um, like total, uh, total, there's uh, 40 out of the 96 in men's freestyle Olympians, and then 11 of the okay. medalists. Um but Sam, so if you pull out the Americans, that's only because four, five medals were American and four are competing again. Gable's obviously not, so it's only seven, seven out of twenty-seven freestyle medalists are competing again. Yeah, so Iran's right? Iran's wow. sending their guys, um, and then Petrushvili, Akul, they're going, and then a couple guys, Sejulayev, Sejulayev at ninety-seven, um, and then Kanyedo, the. Uh, Cuban Italian at ninety seven also. Got it. Yeah. All right. So tough, uh, tough field for sure. We like Gilman. Gilman can do it for sure. Um, and is it Abdullayev that's out? For the yeah. record, he was my pick to win. Abdullayev was. Why? Because he's good. He's really good. Yeah. Did Gilman work him? Yeah, he Gilman did. did work him. <clears throat> but he beat um, haters. This is see what I'm talking about, Ben. Wait, but you're talking about the guy. He's a, he's a communist. This is the guy who almost beat, almost beat so, in the quarters. Yeah, done deal. So we're talking. About, but you had him. You had him in the preview article, right? The, the Gulam John, that guy. Yeah, Gulam John. So he's not in. No, Uzbe- all of Uzbekistan's out. The entire country. What? Mm-hmm. So yep. they're not sending anyone, or just not their first. That's what I heard last week. So we'll hmm. see. Okay. I cannot believe it. I can't believe you would pick. Listen, he, I get not picking all Americans, but the, he just worked him. Yeah. Look, he just worked him. He beat him down. You it, just have to hate the United States of it America. It seems too good to be true for Thomas Gilman to go back-to-back performances like he did in Tokyo. Uh, pick him to lose to Atlee, not the guy he just destroyed. Uh, Atlee has too many up and downs for me. 
Okay, fine. They're very high ceiling, <laughs> but he takes weird losses. Allie's really big for the weight, too. He's really big at 57. All right, fine. Yeah, I thought Six that was interesting that who who was it that went up to 61 from 57? Well, Michich, obviously, Michich. but there was someone else also. The right? Armenian, right? <clears throat> uh, yeah, Hartunian and Vangelov from Bulgaria. Yeah, quite, quite a few guys that went up then. Mm -hmm. All right, let's hit 61, 61 kilograms. Dayton Dwayne Fix, he is next. Um, talk about this field. How do we fit? It's a It's a deep one. Yeah, it's it's deep, but you know, at the same time there's there's some unproven guys who I I think, you know, Dayton Fix is right there with. We just haven't seen him at the weight, so it's like hard to project or rank him any higher. But uh Becca Lamtadze is the world champ from twenty nineteen for Georgia. He's in there too. And then uh Abiskadze Magomedov, those are like the two mm. the two really big names. Um uh Toshihiro Hasegawa from Japan, he's pretty solid. Um, Azerbaijan had a guy who was really good, but he he just got um, he he pulled out, so they're putting a replacement in for him. That's actually good news for uh, Dayton. But yeah, and then Micic, uh he's definitely a contender. And then Amuzad from Iran, he just won Junior World Gold, and then he took bronze at 2020 World Cup. He's really he's really solid too. So it's like I think Dayton is right in there. With maybe the tier behind Lemtadze mm -hmm. and uh, Abiskadze, uh, and then I think he can. I think if he puts together a really good match, I think he's right up there with you know with those guys. How old's Lemtadze? He has been in the mix he's for 30, quite some time. 29. I feel like forever. Twenty nine mm -hmm. though. That's how old he is. He's lying. Allegedly, he's thirty six. I feel like he was around since I've he's thirty three. Why did this say this say nineteen ninety one? Where do you see 33? His UWW page. Oh, boy. Oh, 30. <laughs> oh, boy. His UWW page well, is I got 30. 29. I got November of 91 for uh, Becca. Anyway, 33 sounds more, more correct. Yeah. <laughs> but he's in the mix um, for sure. But Abbas Kazi, do, do we have any video of this guy? We do. Yeah, okay. we have video of him. This is from the Uregan Finals in May. And... Uh, we'll see right, right off the bat he gets taken down, and I think he even gets turned. But his his big thing is his arm drag uh, on his feet. Yeah, and he hits it use, on everybody. He hits it, yeah. Hits it on everyone, which you don't really see that often uh, in international yeah. wrestling. I feel like uh, I feel like the arm drag is making a comeback, and it's and it it's you know it's not just an arm drag, but they're making arm drag to a lot of other situations. Like Keegan uses it a lot, and there's a few other guys who are using. Arm drag quite a bit. Yeah, so Abbasgazi's in blue, so he gets he gets down four to nothing in this match. But kind of the way that I think about his his wrestling, more like mentality is similar to like a lighter David Taylor, where he just wrestles through every position and makes it hard for his opponents, even if they score, to finish mm -hmm. and then he just keeps going, keeps going and like wears him down and he's a really good pinner, um, which is unique, very unique. in freestyle. Uh, so yeah, he, he uses that arm drag, and even if he doesn't doesn't always hit it, then he'll run to that right side single leg, um, and finish from there. I mean, um, yeah, he's winning. Wow, he got the Sajulayev treatment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, he didn't even have to wrestle off for the spot. And they him off got Olympic bronze. Had to wrestle off for the communist. spot. He's a full. Check his wallet. He might have his communist card in his wallet. <laughs> we do pull it out. We Expose do throw. Background checks, but they're not listen. Not thorough enough. He's not thorough enough. Not thorough enough. Clearly, 
Um, what, yeah. you got Dayton winning this week? Heck yeah. Man, you picked uh, Abdullayev, and he lost like 9-1 to one to Gilbert. So, yeah. so Abiskadze, he's won in a row. 2020 Russian Nationals, 2020 World Cup, 2021 Russian Nationals, 2021 European Championships, and 2021 Ivan Uregan. So it's like he just won all the big tournaments. He's gone like, you know, 25 match win streak. I think he's got like 15 tacks or pins in that streak as well. So he's he's the truth. Dayton Fix has never lost at any of those tournaments either. So <laughs> yeah. let's let's remember that. Yeah. Um, one yeah. thing, listen, he he might win, but uh, the way you're just flippant and just you know saying dismissive. he's winning he's winning it's dismissive it's it, yeah that's he's just how the rush the oh it's over we win we just sit we just put people on the team no matter um no need for trial this guy uh, one thing he does is really unique i think too in addition to like hitting arm drags on everyone he does this thing ben you should go back and watch some of his stuff i think more like 2019 2020 mm-hmm. he'll get the single leg he'll be like He'll have it in the air. He'll be like kind of finishing backside, like almost in a quad mm. pop position. Yeah. And he'll, instead of like really aggressively finishing, he kind of waits for the guy to wrestle back in or get his arm up. And he'll trap arm or he'll, he'll even grab the arm mm. between the legs and get a roll. He'll hit cradles. So he uses that finish, but like before the finish of the backside yeah. double to nice. like set up turns and stuff. He's really things. He's very creative. He likes to. Mm-hmm. Um, he really likes to mix it up and and like I think uh, Kozak. The David Taylor nice. comp is uh, very accurate. I do think nice. Fix matches up good against them, yes. though. Like his style, and I don't know. It just I don't think Dayton's going to get ultra tired. I don't think he's going to get caught um, or or you know trapped in those little positions. Um, I don't know. And a reminder: this is the guy who needed the the Phantom Point to beat Dayton at Cadet World. So while mm-hmm. it's ancient history, at the same time they're both really good then, and they're both pretty good now. But yes. Um, I will say, I will humbly admit that he is a favorite. Um, but, you know, dismissive JD, the uh, Russian agent. The last time we saw Dayton International, he lost to China, communist China. <laughs> we know. He looked better Welcome. than ever, though. But he looked better than ever. He does, true. That's old Dayton. Moved up a weight class, looked really and good. And I, I agree. I think he does better than he did at Pelcom, but that's Abbas Kasi. He's really very good. good. He's mm-hmm. very good, no doubt. I think Dayton medals, though. I do too. Mm-hmm. I think he medals as well. All all jokes aside, uh, okay. Sixty five. John Diakamahalis. I don't know his middle name. I know his real name is John, John. Michael. John Michael Montgomery Diakamahalis. Yeah, yeah. So sixty five is is a really fun weight. Um, so it's it's younger. The guys at the top. So Vazgen Tavanian from Armenia. Uh, Zagir Shakiev. From Russia, if we can play the this, I've, I think I have two Shakiev clips. Um, if we can play the one with Shariev first, uh, a match between Yanni and Shakiev is like the dream match for me at at Worlds. It's maybe the one I want to see the most because they're really similar in their their styles of like scrambling and leg attacks. Um, so this is Shariev, who I thought was going to make the team at seventy in uh, black and red he's like their next superstar Shakiev is here yeah so watch this the scramble um i don't even know how to like talk through it or describe it so like a dump he like step over yeah shariv does a dump he steps over but then he gets his leg caught behind oh boy on top what in the heck Uh uh-huh you should watch the video this is Shakiev in the blue uh 
Yeah, his his defense is. is oh, nothing. Wow. Still doesn't give it up. That was Chamiso. I love it. Right. Yeah. And then. Um, um, and then Wait, so let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. This is a question for Communist JD. So you guys just both said this is their next superstar. They already have Olympic champion Rashidov in the mix. And then you guys, um, you want to bow down and worship the the damn, the last guy at 61. Who's going to be their Olympic rep in 2024 at 65 kg? In 2024 at 65? It won't be Kerbon because yeah. I think he's going to be too big. I'd oh. say Abiskazi. Yeah, he's maybe. Grow. He's big. That's what they say. He's, he's like, going to go up after this year. I don't know. He's not that big. He, I mean, he competed at 57 a couple of years ago and then moved up to 61. He's going to go up to going to try and go up to 65, I would assume. He didn't even try this year because, like, he's just too small. He's a 61 guy. So it might be Rashidov again. No way. Mm. They won't send him. They'll find a way. They don't, they don't trust Rashidov, I don't think. And really? They, he would still be the guy in three years? No. I think it's either going to be <clears throat> Rashidov, Abiskadzi, or Shakiev. Um, who? Yeah, Shakir. Uh, Shakiev, Shakiev. That's right. But uh, yeah, I think I think Russia probably is putting their eggs in the Abiskadzi or Shakiev basket. They'll, yeah. Um, but they did wrestle Shakiev and Rashidov wrestled it in the Russian Nationals uh, finals. It was low scoring. <clears throat> uh, Rashidov only, I think he only scored off of this sequence here. <laughs> Bless you, Ben. <laughs> well, and, that one came uh, fast. Oh. And uh, so it was five to three, I think, uh, was the final in that match. Um, but yeah, Shakiev's real good. I think he's perfectly perfectly sized for sixty five. Um, but uh, also at sixty five is um, Azerbaijan has a guy Ramzade who's younger, and uh, I think he has a win over Kinchikishvili. In the past, uh, Amir Yazdani from Iran is decent. Uh, Tumor Ochur from Mongolia, he's pretty solid too. Uh, Tavanian, though, he might be the biggest, yeah. one of the biggest threats or favorites against Yanni and Shakiev. Uh, Tavanian has, he was really good going in the Olympics, beat Haji Aliyev, um, beat Gajia from Poland as well. So he's. That's a guy that beat J.O. Yeah, yep. He's a billion years old. He's a billion years old. It's still mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. And then we'll look up his we'll look up his age on Google, and they'll say he's like twenty. No, he actually is thirty three, I believe. You think everyone's thirty three? That's just part of your I'm Russian 33. propaganda. Ben's Ben's thirty three. I'm thirty three. Okay, seventy. So all right. So all, all things considered, you think you think Yanni is going to win worlds? No. I my pick is. I think he medals though. I think he breaks the medal streak. Mm-hmm. So the streak I'm going is going to break the medal streak. Ah, I think he might win. I, will I think say, he's I got will a say, shot, but I'll say John Michael Diakmahalas is our first world champion. I'm still taking Shakiev. Yeah, actually, I got this weight. Yeah. Okay. Wait, JD's picking a Russian. You don't say. Wow. I know, right? Weird. Weird. Uh, okay. It's almost like they just won the Olympics or something. Barely. By and the world's before by one, that. By one match. By one match. And the world's before that. 70 kilograms. James Green. <clears throat> Are we looking at this weight? Uh, it's, it's, really, it's, a, it's a really good weight. Um, Zerbaev from Russia. Uh, he's, he's never wrestled at Worlds before. He, I think he's taken second at Russian Nationals like four times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a clip of him. 
he's really good when um, people are in on his legs and he's able to get like a chest wrap and uh, get to uh, like ex- exposing people from from that position. Um, so this is a match with uh, Valiev from Russian Nationals uh, semifinals. But so Zhirbaev, he's going to be kind of one of the main favorites. Yeah, Zhirbaev really he's really dynamic. He can do a lot of different things um, when people are in on his legs. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, so uh, the guy that Keegan beat uh, at Junior Worlds, mm-hmm. he's going to be here yeah. at seventy. Beiramov uh, from Azerbaijan, mm-hmm. he's really good. Um, Ahmed Aliyev, oh, the guy from the quarters. Uh, yes, who was ahead like five one when Keegan pinned yeah, him. Uh-huh. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Uh, Ahmed Aliyev, who who pinned Bekbulatov, he's going to be up at seventy kilograms. Um. Uh, Ramazanov, who is wrestling for Bulgaria, but he's a Russian, he's going to be at 70 as well, so he's he's pretty solid. Um, and then Ayaka Bishvili, who's a former world champ from Georgia, he's he'll be at 70. So 70 is tougher than oh. 65, in my opinion. So uphill battle for, for James to medal, but you think he does it? I think he can. Um, Gajiev's there too from Poland, uh, so that's that's oh tough. Oh my gosh! So yeah, this way this way is sick of that guy. This way it's real tough. Um, We've beaten him. Before. I'm sick of that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get him out. We've beaten him. I think just I think just once. Frank Molinaro. Frankie. Yeah. At the Olympics. Yeah. Okay, so gonna be uphill. JD has Russia for sure. Anything else to add? So does Kozak. I think, yeah. I think, oh, man. I think so, right okay, there. so through the first, uh, how many weights? Four weights. You guys, uh, it's a little tough for us versus Russia. We're yeah. going to be in a, in a deficit here. Yeah, draws, I think, are going to be very important. Yes. Okay, now, all right. Now, let's see. Let's see how much uh, propaganda we get these next couple weights. We Ben... We're, we may have to take some drastic steps if we continue with this Russian propaganda through 74, 79, 86, well, and 92. Well, safe. He picked four world champs in a row, so he's safe. But, but the guy the... sitting next to you <laughs> or right over there, I'm not nervous. so sure about him. I'm nervous. Yeah, okay. 74. Four gold center. Even with Sitikov and um, Kadi Magomedov, not there, it's still really tough. Uh, you got... Uh, Sabalov, who's a past world champ, mm. and then you got world medalists uh, Imami from Iran, Kanchadze from Georgia, uh, Selkazanov, who just beat yeah. uh, Chimizo and Jamalov at Euros. Man, from, Russians are going everywhere. This is annoying. They're going everywhere. Yeah, um, and then Bishoev <laughs> is Russia's rep. Who, if you remember, we have the clip of this uh, his his match against oh, Sitikov from Russian Nationals, where I mean he should have not. Oh yeah, he should have won. He should have won the match. Uh, when uh, Sitikov hits the Gramby at the end. Look at this. Yeah, this is crazy, Ben. Do you remember this? I think I can't remember um, if we watched I'm it on right, the show. I'm ready I thought to watch we did. This. So yeah, but Shoev gets a takedown, and then Sitikov only scored on a, a uh, shot clock and a step out. I know he may have gotten a takedown. At, I think he got two step outs. But yeah, this is. Let's see. So yeah, he gets a takedown. Okay. He gets two. Because three, three. So it's four, three. Sitikov's winning. Four, three. With just yeah. over thirty seconds left. Um, so you say he got it. He gets the takedown right, there. Here comes. Here comes blue. Oh, he's yeah. gassed. Though. He's tired. Boom! So big snap. Twenty seconds left. Watch this Granby camp, Steve Martin style. Watch this. 
Here it comes. Come on. Almost behind. Granby Granby. Camp. He for sure rolled across his back. They don't give any points. I wish that was legal in my day. Yeah. I would have loved to use a grand against It's not legal in this day. Dude. They just they just turned their heads. I don't see why not. It really should be. It really should be, Christian. You should really not give up points there because, like, I can try it for a headlock and if say I roll all the way through and you don't expose, I don't give up points. So why can't I do a freaking grand B? We should see if we can pause this, like, right at the time yeah, right where now. you're right now. Well, go. You can, you it's just obviously like a... exposed. Obviously, yeah. but what? What? It, the guy's not forcing him to do a Gramby. If you do a Gramby on yes, your own volition, I mean, he forced him into he's that He's absolutely position. forcing him to. He's hitting it's a, a go defensive behind. move. Yeah, you guys are idiots. You guys are idiots. He is not forcing him it to roll over his back. Sidikov is choosing to do that to avoid the takedown. To avoid the just takedown. As, just just as you would try a front head pinch. Just as you would that's try a offensive. Head pinch to avoid a takedown. You're trying. No, you're trying to. That's offensive. You're trying to score there. A Granby no, is to avoid getting taken legs, down. I'm on my ass and I go over my back. That is a defensive. It absolutely is. Well, what's no, the difference? No, it's not if you're in front head and well, you're trying to score between... from a front head pinch. I'm on my butt. Say I'm on my butt and my legs are in front of me and I'm pinching this front ah, head. Ah, that's true. And that I try true. to expose my back. There's a defensive maneuver in which I'm exposing my back. There's other things. Say like uh, that that crappy move where they try to roll, you know, go waist and ankle and they try to roll. If I expose myself there and come, and, but I don't get them over and I come back up, they do not give exposure points there. There's that's all kinds of deep. That's an offensive position, right? It's it's you're trying to save yourself, right? They're on your leg, so yeah. I I know the way they define offensive and defensive is is kind of sketchy in UWW rulebook. My my thing, should, if you're if they're not forcing us to our backs and we go there on our own volition, we should be able to do so. And like I a leg pass, like passing a leg. Like a leg pass, like a Granby. Yeah. There's a lot of these things where they're not actually forcing us to our backs. We are choosing to go there. And if they can't stop us there. Now, listen, if he did a Granby and you got stopped there for a second or two, good. Give the other guy points. Great, right? But if you're smooth like that, whatever. You shouldn't get any that. points. I don't hate that, but that is certainly not the rule. Certainly not how probably it not, will be called. Probably not the rule. I just said it should be the rule. Yeah, and I don't disagree with that. Two separate things. That should have been two, and it could have been a different Olympian for, for Russia. That's how close it is. Yeah. At this level. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's and the point. kind of won running away with it. He dominated Kadi Magomedov. Mm -hmm. Like, dominated him. Yeah, so Bichoev, he had another uh, criteria match loss against Sidikov, I think from 2019 or 2020, but he had to beat uh, Ghazi Magomedov and Kurbanaliev, two world champs, to make the team. So uh, Bashoev will be, you know, he'll be he'll be right there with Dake. And <clears throat> I think, I mean, th this field this field's really really good, uh, even without the top guys. No Chimizo, Sidikov, or Kadi. Yeah, yeah. Kadi's still in our Instagram mentions, though. Gosh, he is—he just, just wants attention, <laughs> man. He from the time he meddled at, well, Olympics, he's got mine. He's just like, all right, here we go. I'm gonna see if, if I can get as much attention as I can. He loves it. Uh, so we're we're all taking Dake here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I took him to win the Olympics. I was very surprised how that materialized, but I think he gets it done here. I think he's champion. Yes, I agree. Um, if he, you know, I. I say that, and then now I'm wondering, okay, what, whatever was going on with him health-wise, which we don't know, we have to wait to, for the documentary, um, is, is that something that can re-emerge for this, or is it just a, a freak thing that was just for the Olympics? That was not that long ago. It's weird. Normally, like, between major competitions, you don't really think about an injury, but yeah. the fact that that was in July, August, you know, 
It's like, well, that wasn't that long ago. So I'm assuming he's healthy, but we haven't I mean, seen he him. said it was fixed day two. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they fixed it. So. <laughs> All right. There you go. I mean, he looks so good against Chimizo in he, day two. He it's killed like, him. Yeah. Killed everyone. But. So, okay. 79? Right. 79. Jordan Ernest Burroughs. Following up Kyle Douglas Stake, they are teammates once more, just flipping the weight classes from 2019 when uh, JB was the 74 rep. Yeah. I mean, I feel so good about J- JB against the field at 79. It's like... It, is he one you, of our bigger favorites, you think? He's got to be. I mean, if he's anywhere close to 100%, he, run, he runs away with gold here. And uh, that's not just hyperbole or anything. What percent does he have to be to not? I don't know. Mike Mount came up to me, uh-huh. and, and that's the exact number he said. Mike came up to me. He's like, I'm telling you, 70% JB's winning this. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because he's been watching all the film. He likes the matchups. Yeah. So great news. Radik Valiev is the rep for Russia, and I really think this is a weight where the three-kilogram allowance like messed with the rep. Um and 79 for Russia, for whatever reason, is just not very good. Uh, and I, I think it was just it's, the timing yeah. of 74, 86 for the Olympics. Um, but this is this is Valiev and Shavayev, who Shavayev ends up winning this match. Valiev's in the blue. This is the 86. This is this is 79. Oh, 79. At, um, Russian Ooh. Nationals this year. What in the world? But yeah, so he's tricky. He he's got some you know he's he's got some good scramble ability, um, but. I mean, I really kind of like that against Burroughs, the way that uh, Shavayev's able to get to Valiev's legs um, and just put up points against um, Valiev. I really like how that, you know, plays into a matchup with, with Burroughs. Um, it's it really wild how um, how you think Russia's not deep at this weight class considering how deep they are at 74 when we have right. Sitikov mm-hmm. and Bishoev and then... Yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of them, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Small I want to say with, with all the uh, potential reps that they have, like in their wrestle-offs, I think maybe only one of them was a world medalist, uh, Nabiev, in the past. And mm-hmm. he, was, he lost like first round or second round um, in their, their trials. So, yeah, they didn't really have a ton of options. The guy that won Russian Nationals lost like first round at Euros. Um, so they're not, not super strong at this weight. Um, but yeah, this guy's scrambly. He's tricky, but I don't think he's a huge, huge threat to take out um, Burroughs. Um, right. After after this guy, uh, Nika Kenchadze is mm-hmm. is pretty solid. He just almost won the Medved. He was winning uh, in the finals match as time ran out, and then he like punched the guy and gave up a caution to one. Uh, <laughs> so then he lost. So, <laughs> so, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. Wow! I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. Um, that's a wild strike. T- after time ran out, we're talking. There's zero seconds on the clock. Zero seconds. They go out of bounds or something. He gives them a hard club. The ref goes caution one, and he he loses. So uh-huh. yeah, I, I like that against Burroughs. Um, one guy that's that I think is like a dark horse at this weight is uh, Umar Pashayev. From Bulgaria, he is. He beat Kadi Magomedev um, at one of the qualifiers, one of the Olympic Games qualifiers, and I think who did he pin? He pinned somebody really so good. Is too. he a Russian with that that type of name? Uh, I don't know if he's. 
If he's Russian um, by okay. country of origin, I'm not sure. But he would probably know better than all of us. Yeah. But he's really, he's really, uh, he's got like big move potential. He does a lot of like upper body stuff. Um, but Burroughs beat him a couple years ago, like five to one, six to one. Heck yeah. Uh, so I like, like how Burroughs matches up there. It's great. And you know, the, the Burroughs health questions, man, but obviously we're not getting any like real updates, but I think all the news has been good. There's been no bad news, which is good news, which is good news. There's been no rumors. There are rumors about other weights and other uh, a different rep at a different weight. Um, we won't get into what? it. But Burroughs is text going. Me. I want to know what these rumors are. I tell you later, <laughs> um, and we'll see if that happens or not. Um, but Burroughs, it sounds like he's he's good. So that is good. Okay, sweet. Eighty-six, David Morris Taylor. Gotta be feeling good. This is basically the same field he just won. Yeah. We know the we know the match. Yep. And Nafanov. Can I have your uh, professional opinion on why uh, Russia has struggled to get someone at this weight class in the since uh, said July have moved up? I mean, they had an Olympic bronze medalist mm-hmm. in a weight that with Gazdani and David Taylor. Like that's not that's okay, pretty good. Someone that's someone that's. This is a JD coming to Russia's defense. Love Someone that's competitive with David Russia Taylor. Russia doesn't have an Olympic gold because, medalist at every weight. <laughs> well, they got Olympic medalists at almost every other weight. And, he did and medal. They don't have anyone who's even okay, but he's not competitive with David Taylor. Okay, because David mm-hmm. Taylor is like the second or first best. Pa- David Taylor hasn't lost to any humans since 2017. I know, but they, okay, I, uh, you guys don't see what I'm saying here. I kind of do, but I'm kind of my my point is like he's he's even he's I don't separate. think Russia should have a like one of the top five pound okay. for pound wrestlers well, in guys, the world at every weight. At 65, they have multiple guys deep that are like world champion level. They have multiple guys here that could compete for a medal. Karugliev's pretty who, good too. That, he would, he would be competitive for a medal. How competitive with David Taylor? Karugliev was competitive. He knocked him out. He kicked him in the face. Mm-hmm. And then got schooled after that. That was a good match. Hey, that, but all all jokes aside with the kick, that was a competitive match. Yeah. Even without the, the kick. I thought he won like 11 4 or something. I think it was 8 6. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. Really that close? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Karugliev's good. Nafanov is good. It's just we've got. The chat is the chat's calling him Comrade Raider. That's Comrade, a good name, Comrade Raider. Yeah, <laughs> bring good. him home. One of those. Oh those, yeah. Uh, I'm not defending Russia here. Home. I'm saying David Taylor is really good. Like yeah. I'm hyping up. It's because I that's he separated himself from the field. I'll get him a hat. But I bring do him think, a hat. I think the lesson here is it's David Taylor and it's Yazdani, and mm-hmm. those are just two super okay, freaks. Fine. And um, yeah, they don't have one every weight. And also, if Sajulayev had stayed 86 throughout his career, this would be a pretty different conversation, too. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'd be saying that about 97, but they're pretty good at 97 as well. Comrade um, Raider. Comrade <laughs> Raider. But, yeah, I do I do think the – he's uh, – R- Rush is not bad here. And, and I kind of – but at the same time, I'm kind of like, yeah, it is a little surprising they don't have someone that's like – Super competitive with with Dave, but that's just I think it's a credit yeah, to David. I think Karugliev's a better a better matchup Me against too. David, um, but he just can't beat Nafanov. They've wrestled seven times. Uh, Nafanov. It's like a one point match every one, time. One point match every time. Very boring. <laughs> they never score more than five points, and Nafanov's won five out of seven. It's so. like the it's like the Jake Varner Craig Brester rivalry. It's like all, Varner mm, won by like a one. point every single time, except for like 
one occasion maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But after after those top two, Nafanov and Yazdani are on the same side, so it's like Taylor's gonna walk walk to the finals. Um, so Nafanov and Yazdani, same side you just said. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome blossom, extra awesome. So it'll probably look a little like David's Olympic. It's like a, it's like a literal mm-hmm. replay, carbon copy yes. tournament. Minus Miles and Miles score in the last twenty seconds. Miles means not going. Miles means I don't think he's going. Um, is uh, Deepak Shakur going? No Deepak. No Shabanov. Um, oh, Shabanov! I don't want in there because he could just gouge an eye or something. Yeah. Just partially yeah. blind you. Boris Mikoev, uh, Sandro Minishvili, a couple guys. Gosin from Tur- Turkey is okay, but no, nobody's near. Much, that. much to the chagrin of JD, we're looking pretty good at this weight class. Mm-hmm. As we are at ninety-two kilograms with the return of Jade and Michael to Bory Cox. Yeah, how are we feeling? Yeah, I feel good. I, I really like um, Gassimpour from Iran. The only guy he's lost to in the last um, three years is Yazdani. And he's had uh, like a 5-3, to 5-2 to match with Yazdani and like a 6-4 to four match. So he's right there. And he beat Nafanov in 2018, Gassimpour did, um, at U23 Worlds. Uh, so Gassimpour is going to be the guy... I think to beat in this bracket, um, Kurbanov is is real solid too, um, but I think I think really highly of Gasimpor. So Gasimpor, you you think is the biggest threat to Jaden? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, after I think Kurbanov can keep it close too. I don't know how that matchup you know looks, but uh, I think Gasimpor is the guy. Copy that. Mm-hmm. I think Jaden will win. Also, I think that's probably the internationally held thought as well 97 how similar is this to the 97 we just had at the olympics yeah so the most uh, olympians out of any weight um are at 97 so there's nine nine out of 16 Ooh. of the olympians wow will be here and three out of the four that medalists crazy that that's the most i mean the mm-hmm. most is at 50 percent. is pretty wild yeah and the second uh after that is just uh a couple weights with six six out of the 16 wow so it's bizarre yeah, it is. It is different. Um, but I mean, when only... you think about it in the context of America got four of our five, you know, 80, 80% to come back and compete, it seems like we did a great job compared to other countries of getting these guys to want to show up mm-hmm. and wrestle. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and some of them, they're moving weights. Um, so I, that's uh, a little mm-hmm. bit different. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I think 97 is like, where else, where else can you go? You can only go down. So it might have something to do with that, too. Yeah. Um, but only Salas Perez from Cuba is the only medalist not there. Um, so Cañedo from uh, Cuba, Italy, is going to be there. But, yeah, I think it's the same. It's like the same thing as 80, uh, 86 where it's like, all right, Sajulai of Snyder, uh, round four. Man. Anyone pulling the trigger? Anyone feeling it? We know. Jay Let's go Kyle that. Snyder. I'm going seven world champions for America. Ooh. <laughs> A yeah. modest seven. The four, the the four that four that uh, Kozak picked, and I'm gonna go Snyder. I'll go Yanni and Dayton. Wow, seven Dayton. world champs, baby! <laughs> Let's freaking do it! Stop being Hopefully haters. Turn out like Missouri's uh, national tournament. Ooh, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> oh. Oh, ouch! 
Oh man. Um, I, you ride, know, I ride with my squads. He do. I think I think I don't know how much Sagil has been training. I don't know if that, you know, matters as go. much. He had been but training. he had to he, he had to quarantine for like eight or ten days before he met um Putin. And that was only like two weeks ago. Um They probably make him quarantine in the wrestling room. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably. true. Quarantine yeah. here. This is a good place yeah, for you. I think he's been training. He's been with all the guys at camp and whatnot. And I, I think now he's uh, healthy. He wasn't healthy at Olympics, and I think he's yeah. – you know. Oh, my gosh. He's just spouting <laughs> the propaganda. His knee, oh, right? Let's talk about this knee. I only read from Communist Party line. Yes. I'm saying he won the Olympics and, like, didn't take one shot because he said his knee was hurt. That's true. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Kyle, <laughs> too. Christian. I'm going Kyle, too. I got him. You know, we're going to have the last laugh with a great American victory. Yes. That's what I feel. Okay. I gave Kyle mm-hmm. Snyder a much better shot than a lot of people going into Tokyo. I thought it was like 60-40 in favor of Sajive. But then when it went to full mm-hmm. match, mm-hmm. Sajive's not 100%, chooses not to shoot one time, and he still beats him. It, it, it's like the... It's similar to the Yazdani David Taylor, where it was like if he couldn't get it done then, I just can't pick him. I've, the I I think time. the not shooting thing is is not just a that wasn't just an injury thing. I think that was tactical. He, well, he not, didn't do it against anybody, not just Kyle. Uh, but I'm telling you, he doesn't want to go under there. He, I think I think wisely. Uh, he doesn't want to. The, the go behinds that that Kyle has are are formidable. He's really good at running behind. I think he didn't want to feel that. I think that's part of it too. And I, I w- if he's healthy here, I don't think he's going to take a lot of shots. I don't think um, so either. He took the si- the single set up the pin in the 2018 uh, meeting. Um, but, you know, we'll see if he does that again. Yeah, I went back and watched the their Olympic match. And I remember coming off like that day and I was like riding the Olympic high. I'm like, all right, S- Snyder's right there. And then I watched the match and it was like 6 nothing with yeah. with like two minutes left or whatever. I was like, oh, man. This wasn't really, yeah. The high crotch, it wasn't really that close, you know. The high crotch, Snyder got. I test more to fatigue and giving it up than something where it's like build off of this. Don't you have the high crotch available instead of the low level shot? Yeah, we know what you think. <laughs> we know. We freaking know. Um, all right, Kyle Snyder. I'm saying there's a chance. I'm just saying it's a it's a small chance. Right. What chance do you give it? Give us a percentage. It was 60-40 in the Olympics. 20. 20? Okay. 80-20. <laughs> All right. That's actually way it, higher than I thought he was going to say. Yeah. It, that might be being generous. If, you know, they there wrestle five go. times. He just took it down He wins five. one. No, I'm sticking with 20. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Wait, way to throw Kyle a bone, you know. <laughs> what a gesture. Kyle doesn't need my bone. He's well, how, much you think, how much you think Kyle doesn't uh, need his bone? How much do you think Russia's paying JD under the table? Oh, we'll find out. We're gonna we can pull his bank records immediately. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, it's it's probably all in cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it. That's Can't how all these it. criminals are making all this stuff happen. No, oh, no. for God's sake! I just put HSBC, it together. HSBC is paying hundreds of millions of dollars in penalties for all the money laundering they do. And we're gonna talk about crypto. The effing market cap of Bitcoin isn't big enough for all the criminals. You know what yeah. I just figured out after all these years and my naivete? What? We talk, you know that we talk about the murder hotel in Cleveland. 
and we talked about one of those strangest parts about it is it had a Bitcoin like vending machine or whatever you call it. It's like, well, it's so obvious. We know why. So, so all the drug deals could go down. It's like they don't have to, you know, exchange all the funds. That's why they had the Bitcoin machine at the murder hotel, <laughs> University Hotel on Euclid. Um, bad place. That's why Miami is such a, a Bitcoin hub too, you know. Listen, when when these really low IQ people try to make the argument that the only thing Bitcoin is used for is uh, drugs and other illicit activities, and they don't realize what the U.S. dollar is actually used for, they look like morons. Well, I bought a I bought a payday with my U.S. dollar, and it was delicious. <laughs> Great candy bar. Oh, hey, listen, I didn't say it's the only thing Bitcoin is used for. Maybe I have some Bitcoin. You never know. But um, I I can see both sides of it too. <laughs> All right, heavyweight, the big boys, no Gable, but we got go Lordy. What was that? <laughs> what was Ray that? Just dropped something. Bomb just went off. I think Ray right. just kicked a, kicked something. All right, um, quiz. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. I don't know if you heard it, but it was loud here. Um, quiz in this field, very tough field. All the medalists are back except for Gable Dan. Yeah. Um, we're we're gonna need a good draw here. Yeah, Petrus Fili is the one. Um, Akul is the two. Zari the three. And then Oleg Bolton is the four. Uh, and then Russia's sending Zalem Khan uh, Kitsriev, who um, I have uh, clips of him here wrestling his brother in the finals of the uh, 2021 Uregan. Well, Trent Travis Paul's situation. I don't think that's, uh, that's Kitsriev. That's, yeah, lightweights. Um, but yeah, there's three Kiss Rev heavyweights. They're all brothers, and they're all pretty good. Um, this is, uh, I think that's Mudaliev or somebody. Yes. But uh, yeah, Kiss Rev beat Gwiz uh, in the 2019 like German league, it was like seven to seven. Um, I couldn't find video of that match. Um, there's Mudaliev running to the uh, the underhook there. If he goes heavyweight. Yeah, I'm feeling much stuff. better about Gwiz. But yeah, I mean, if Gwiz gets on, if Gwiz gets on Gino's side, yeah. he's right there. Uh, yeah, there, there it is. Oh no, now it's gone again. Um, what were you gonna say, Ben? Uh, I was sorry, I wanted to distract you, but uh, if you have finished, then I'll bring my point up. Um, no, I was just gonna say. So, Gwiz, I think he has uh, Robert Barron from from Poland just beat him. And then I think he's got head-to-head losses against maybe a couple other guys in the field, but uh, it's gonna yeah it's gonna be very draw dependent, which that's why I didn't pick him to medal. Yeah, if he's top side, we're feeling better. And, and to just quickly summarize, top side we're feeling better. If he's on the bottom, it's gonna be tough because Zare and Taha both down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't hate the Taha matchup as much as I hate the Zare matchup. I think that's the yeah. Yeah, he's wrestled Zari twice, and it was like he had no answers for anything. Yeah, yeah. that that hand fighting is just something that, and it, who's simulating that? Who can? How do you? You know, it's just one of those tough things. Ben, what um, were you gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say the. You know what? We like think about how much kids weight cutting and how much is it a factor in youth wrestling and high school wrestling, and then it's like, man, even at the Olympic level, there's 32 Olympic medalists. Okay, five of them are uh, American. There's only 11 returning, and four. So four, the four Americans are non heavyweights, but almost all the other returning medalists are either 97 or heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. That's that's factually correct, isn't it? And so you got to assume these guys are actually not cutting weight. So all the other weight classes, if you're way more likely to return and you're not cutting weight, then the reason you're not 
returning at the lighter weights is because you're cutting too much weight and you don't want to show up. Very good point. It's wild. Yeah, that's kind of wild be... to think about. Yes. Uh, very good point, Ben. And consider that. And it seemed pretty obvious, too. Uh, okay. So, what would you say our percentage chance of us winning a world title is, John? I think, I think it's 50 50 right Ooh. now. Yeah. There we go. I think. I think it all depends on who has the better tournament between Russia and USA. I think that's that's an obvious point, right? But in the uh, in the rankings that I did, looking at just head to head and performance at the weight, I have Russia ahead um, by sixteen points, Ooh. which is which how is much the, does JD uh, have them ahead? <laughs> yeah. Me and like aren't really that far off oh, yeah. on our picks. I think we were real real close. Um, yeah, so I think. So the, the where we make up where where we make up the points are sixty one. I don't have I don't have fix meddling in my rankings, um, and so I have them like finishing like sixth or seventh. So we can make up points there. We can make up points at sixty five. I only have Yanni um, taking bronze, and then we can make up points at heavyweight. I only have Gwiz getting like six points. Hollywood so. Mike, Hollywood Mike, come back here. Uh, come here. Guy's coming. Hollywood Mike. He's say well, he's coming to say goodbye, but come here. Let, let, introduce yourself to this the is FRL just, fans. This is just Mike, Mike Sears. This is Mike Sears. This is Mike Sears. I don't got my costume on. This is hot. I this heard is, he's pretty famous. Yeah, he's famous. This guy just uh, pulled off a great, great weekend at the WNO Championships, yeah, right. made it happen. The godfather of grappling. The godfather of grappling. Yeah. Leader of the Illuminati. Oh. Illuminati. <laughs> he's going to Brazil. Salt we're both we're both fleeing the country today. Yeah, yeah. Come bring it in. He can't see his head. He needs to. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to squat down a little bit. Yeah, squat down. This is professional. I'm there uh, now we see. Yeah. There we I'm go. I'm no Sion, but <laughs> next time I'll wear my costume. I'll come here. Get crazy. Take it easy. All right. See, see you guys in like two weeks. Yep. See you then. That's Sears. He's the man. Black belt. We have to call him Professor now. He actually wrote that into his contract. You have to call the black belts Professor. Okay. A uh, big wrestling fan too. He's he's a guy who uh, he would get up in the wee hours of the morning and come in and watch the UWW World Championships nice. with us. So, good dude. Okay, so fifty fifty says Kozak, um, and and JD I'm feels one hundred percent. I think it's happening. We're yeah. gonna we got the it's juice. Happening. We're it's we're doing it. Happening. It's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's you know the our our bottom four or five weights are gonna really tell the tale for us. Yeah. You know, and then JD's going to come in and be an apologist and say they didn't bring their first team. Wah, wah, wah. And yes, I'm going to say, did. I don't give a damn. It's the world championships we that, won. I agree. Take that. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. It's world. This is the best the world has to offer, bar none, unquestionably. Yeah. And um, I do think we're going to win. I think a, a lot is going to rely on our big guns doing what they should, which is 74 through – Really, I'll say 97, I think, because mm-hmm. we have Snyder has to make the finals, right? And then those uh, 74, 79, 86, 92 winning need that. And then we're going to need good performances from, from Thomas, Dayton, Yanni, and James. And James yeah, going to be tough to, for him to medal. That's a really tough weight. Yanni, tough. Dayton, tough. Gilman, you feel really good about just after what we just saw in Japan. But – Got to do it again. Mm-hmm. So yes. a lot can do that. And but you know what, Russia's not infallible. They can they can certainly fall off in some of these weight classes too. But they've got guys. There's no. Mm-hmm. What's the weakest weight? Probably heavyweight for Russia. 
Yeah, heavyweights are weakest. I, I don't think super highly of him at 79. I think he could fall off a bunch. Um, and 92, those those guys are untested. And even 70, Zhirbaev, um, he's pretty untested as well. So 70, 79, 92, they're, they're non-Olympics uh, up top. So let me ask you this there. question, um, Kozak. Um, given that, like you said, Uzbekistan wasn't coming, and I think we're not having the toughest field ever here, do you think that benefits the Russian team more, or do you think that benefits us more? Yeah, it's all it's all weight dependent, right? So it's like, so, um, yeah, overall, come on, gun your head. Who's it? Who's it benefit more? Who does it benefit more? Um, it probably benefits yeah. the United States more, uh, for okay. sure. Yeah. Okay. Nice. It's pretty equal, cool. though. It, yeah. I mean, like they're bringing a couple big guns that it would be a major upset if they lost, and so are we. Yeah. So like, and then there's a couple probable medalists in between guys yeah as i was <clears throat> so actually it's benefit it actually it has benefited russia more because as i was tracking the team scores when i first did the rankings like three weeks ago uh, usa was behind by like 10 points and i was like all right as we get closer right. usa is going to close the gap because i think russia is not going to send their best and you know things are going to work out like that but as they the rosters were forming and like chimizo drops out and then uzbekistan drops out so Every time those guys dropped out, yeah. the Russians moved up a spot in like the rankings. So it just kind of it dropped out at our yeah, good weights. It dropped out mm-hmm. at our best weights. So it actually gave Russia more team points. So it has benefited mm. them. It's going to be a it's going to be a tight, tight battle. And um, reminder: no bonus point, extra points here. It's strictly about eight. placement. I wish there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish awesome. I wish so also. I wish there were yeah more like NCA bracket type scoring where you get advancement points and all the other stuff. Um, Hey, are you guys going to put out, or have you already put out, uh, the schedule of when all the sessions are on American Times? Because I have not seen that. Yes. We have that. I'm it actually... is an Eastern, so you'll have to transfer it one hour I can, I to can... Central Time. Yeah, it's on the events page. Uh, I'll send it to you right now, Benjamin. On, on Flow Wrestling. And then... On Twitter, or on the link, or on my... Look up right on your phone, and you can save it. You can boom. That's what I want. Save I'm it. so excited. So day one squad. Listen to this crop. Saturday, right? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Dayton, Dwayne, Fix, David Morris, Tara, Kyle Dake, Nick Wazdowski. That's day one. What time are we talking about though? Day one. Oh damn it all! Are you kidding me? Two thirty a.m. For uh, it's three thirty Eastern, so it's two thirty oh, Central. Yeah. No, he sent you a Central one. Oh, I see. that's custom for you, Ben. This is central. Custom for me. You guys really love me. You sent me a custom. We really one. do. Deep down, we got you tacos. Tacos. That was great. Um, okay, day two: Gilman, Burroughs, Yanni, Jaden. That's a fun day. That's a fun day because plus, plus also that day you'll have hopefully, definitely oh, for yeah. sure, Dayton, Dake, Gwiz, and David Taylor medal matches. Oh come on! Oh my gosh! And then. Oh. Uh, next, we'll have Green and Snyder are the last two American men to go. And so it'll be Green, Snyder, Jenna, Team title Kayla. could come down to Snyder, Sajulayev once again. <laughs> once again. I don't know. You, uh, why are you sighing? You picked Kyle. You should be happy. That's still going to be a nerve-wracking <laughs> moment. Oh, yeah. That, just because I picked him doesn't mean I'm like, oh, joyous. It's going to come down to that match. Because if it comes down to that match and Sajulayev knows it comes down to that match... Oh boy, the great American pride. But it, the last time that happened, we lost. But then the t- time before when that happened, <laughs> we won. So it's that's correct. It's gonna um, reverse. So man, that's a that's yeah. a 
incredible schedule. You really guys, um, you guys have a, a few mistakes here on the schedule, Christian. Great. Um, that you have, a, you just have a PM instead of an AM on like three of the columns. What's the, most of them are three thirty AM to three uh, seven thirty AM. Some of them say three thirty AM to seven thirty PM, which I don't believe is correct. Uh, Spay made this. Whenever when it's Spay good, fired. I think Spay made it. Spay also, I don't think made that. I believe he copied it from someone Spay on Twitter. They sent it. Twitter but the he one on our it. website is correct, where everyone should go look at the schedule, anyways. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can tune in to almost every session with the watch party, and hang out with me, Bader, and Bray, and special right. guests. But you can also watch the whole thing live on our site too. Not you just can do both simultaneously. It's so great that listen. It is so. I don't. I don't want to pat you guys in the back too much. It is so great that the all these international tournaments are live on Flow now because I I know uh, Kozak was able to find international events previously, but other websites to watch the worlds were such a pain in the butt. No fun. We are obviously very excited about it as well. Much better. And um, yeah, first time worlds on Flow. It's a pretty freaking big deal. Mm -hmm. Tell your Freaking friends. Big deal. Tell your friends. Okay. Do you want to get into some questions? Do from, it. From our dear friends. Okay. There are a couple I saved for you, Ben, from Thursday when you weren't here. Or wait. Wait. There was, Thursday Wednesday. I was in the studio. There was a show you weren't here and then I didn't. No, no. Wednesday I left a little bit early because I had to make my flight. That's right. That's what happened. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Kurt Arnoldison. Thoughts on a belt system for wrestling. Seems to work for karate and jujitsu since there's training in every yeah. town in America. Yeah. So um, I think that's more about their salesmanship than their belt system. So we actually did this in the first maybe two two to three years of AWA, and then we we weaned off of it. Um, it just wasn't. It was it was really hard to keep up with. And then the other thing that obviously happens in wrestling that doesn't happen because a lot of these other fake martial arts, they just don't compete a lot. So they need a belt system to tell everyone on, on what level they're on. Whereas our kids are competing all the time, right? Whether it's high school or youth tournaments. And so when you try to tell them you don't get to move up because you're not listening well enough or other, other reasons, right? And then they're like, well, you know, I'm just going to say hypothetically, but you know, I'm, I'm a purple and he's a white and, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm kicking his butt on the weekends, despite the fact that he's a purple, like that's really hard. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like with wrestling, there's so much competition. They kind of all understand at what level they're on. And, you know, these other things are kind of like almost, I want to say beside the point, you know, and whereas in karate, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a fake martial art, but the, the amount of times they actually compete is so minimal compared to wrestling that it just people, they need to be told what level they're on. And in wrestling, they already know. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I, – I don't think it's a necessary thing. And I think on the competition yeah. side, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like competitive jiu-jitsu, the belt levels, yeah. like so many – like there was a blue belt named Kolobate at this jiu-jitsu tournament. He's like certainly one of the best in the world. He taps black belts regularly, but he's still a blue belt just because he's young. So, yeah, I hate uh, that when it's like that. It's so dumb that they don't move him up. And the other thing I, you know, I get annoyed about because I think um, um, I think sometimes people are too idealistic about certain things. But in wrestling, it's like, hey, st strength matters. Toughness matters. And if you want to be too obsessed with technique, listen, I love technique. I freaking love it. But at the end of the day, if you're really strong and you're really tough, sometimes you don't have to be as technical, even at like the NCAA level, mm -hmm. right? We all know those guys who aren't as technical and they're just really good. 
And so like all those things matter. So if you want to say you want to give a belt system based too much on technique, it's just it's it's flawed. It's flawed because that's just not how wrestling works. Wrestling, all the other stuff matters. So we got to factor that in also. I do like the idea, though, of like breaking down, like breaking down techniques and breaking down finish it like attacks and finishes yeah. so that people can like so new people new to the sport can be like oh these are the different things that i need to do and like you have it in front of you rather than just going to a practice like all right here's the technique we're going to learn today let's drill it and then you know you leave and you know you for, you forget about it so i like that aspect of it but i think the yeah. the enforcement of a belt system would just be so it's know, a goal convoluted. something to work yeah. for i mean yeah. we actually we actually did it for three years so i mean everyone else can everyone else can mm. guess about it or say i saw some business guy talking about how it was necessary it's like listen you didn't do it we did it for three years and i, I can tell you exactly how it went and that's like that it's just not it's not necessary and it's really hard from a functional perspective to actually do it because of other factors in wrestling it's also um, and go ahead. go ahead ben sorry yeah, obviously, as a as a coach, I mean, to your point, Kozak, yeah, you, you are 100% right that you should have kind of a path that you want your wrestlers to go through. And I actually thought it was just really cool. So we just did the AWA duels. Actually, it was covered by Flo. But one of our guys, Caden, put together a highlight video. And for me, it was so fun to watch because you're seeing wrestlers from five different academies. And as I'm watching, they're all doing the same techniques, right? Because we coach the same stuff. And so it was like one match I was coaching, and it was like back-to-back-to-back. Uh, to back to back, it was like, Reinforced bar, reinforced bar, reinforced bar to a Turk, to a pin. And it was like wrestlers from three different academies, you know? So, so we have our system and they're all hitting the same moves and that, yes, that should be the goal of the coaches. And I, I don't think, I think we can do that without a belt system. You like the reinforced bar? Uh, so we, I mean, one of our main series on top is chop to wrist. And then you have, once you have the wrist, you have Turk roll through tilt, reinforced bar transition to a bar. Yeah. So that's one of our better series. Spencer Lee likes to reinforce. Spencer Lee's pretty good at it also. Pretty good. He might pretty be as good as some of our guys at it. <laughs> Send him some pointers. Uh, Belt system is also good for people who actually don't compete. Like there's a lot of people in jujitsu and taekwondo yeah. and karate who don't compete at all. They just want to learn like a martial art or self-defense or whatever. And so it's something to work for if you're not competing at all. That's true. Not that many people that just do wrestling for fun. <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, the other thing about that is, you know, we found we actually really and we, we still do more so than other people, but push back on competition at an early age. Um, and I, we've kind of almost eased up on that where I still think like our five through seven year olds, we don't really want them to compete. But we used to be kind of five through nine. But now the way I feel is like at kind of that eight, nine age, I think they should be doing a handful of tournaments. Maybe, you know, I'm not saying get 40 matches, but I'm saying get like you know, uh, I don't know, six to 12 matches somewhere in there, eight, nine years old. And then 10, 11, we do a few more. Um, whereas before it was like, we don't want them doing any matches till age 10. I don't really feel that way anymore. I think at eight and nine, they should be getting a couple, five through seven bumps on those matches. Got it. Next yeah. question. Question for Ben. We have oh, two yeah. incoming freshmen who go to 12 practices a week. How do we keep them engaged or enthusiastic without burning them out or overstepping our bounds between the parent-coach relationship? So I, I, I kind of almost uh, uh, I didn't really understand this question a little bit because like, um, so are they their club coaches and they're going to their practices or like, I, I, I guess I don't really totally. Do you understand exactly what they're asking? No, here? but I think the broader point is there's this a person doing twelve practices I, how are you getting 12 so like at awa for example we have three practices per week but 
if you're a member, you can go to any of the academies. So theoretically, you could hit six per week because you know some have Monday, Wednesday, Sunday, some have Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So you could hit six. I don't even know how you would hit 12. Maybe they're letting them do multiple practices per night, but you know, we don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how they're doing this. Um, I would say if the kid's highly motivated, there's a couple of kids I've had, but 12 still a lot. I, I, yeah, I don't even know how they're finding the time to do this. I'm, I'm yeah. not really sure if the kids are highly motivated, then sure. Um, yeah, I, I would have to kind of look at the overall thing, but a lot of times the parents are kind of enforcing that. Uh, yeah, so it's it's hard to say without knowing a very exact situation. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Ben, how did you like the breakfast tacos? They were delicious. They were so good. It was so good. Austin, Austin, you guys are so spoiled down there. There's so many, so many good places to eat. It's like you can't walk a block. I mean, like the thousandth best place in Austin is like still way better than. Um, uh, like the first best place here in, in Lake country. I mean, me and my wife, we, uh, went to a little Bitcoin thing on Friday morning and then we were walking home. We had to check out at the hotel and it was like, Hey, where are we going to eat? And it's like, Oh, let's just stop somewhere. And stop. somewhere. it was like, Oh my God, these tacos are so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, there's some random place we're walking by and it's freaking delicious. Okay. Speaking of not breakfast tacos, I don't think th- listen, Tony Cassiope, this man, he got ain't eating any breakfast tacos, no breakfast tacos. <laughs> check this man out. Oh my gracious! I mean, listen, he Seriously. was like a, just a strong-looking heavyweight guy. Now he's all trimmed up. What What do you think his secret is, Ben? Could it be photoshopped? Could it be photoshopped? No, no way. No I way. think it's probably unlikely. I mean, I so okay. So uh, there's uh, so obviously he went on a diet because he's he's <laughs> he looks very uh, lean in this picture here uh, on the right with Coach Brands. I mean, he's only looking like he's two fifty, right? So. Um, good for him. I hope he moves faster. Maybe he's more effective. I'm not sure. He looks strong to quite strong. Big yes. tone, lean tone. He's still big tone. Yeah. And we saw him at slim tone. We saw slim him in tone. May. We saw him in May at senior nationals, and he didn't. He didn't look like that on the right. So dang, it's a quick transformation. A senior nationals where he beat Don Bradley, That's even true. as. Big yes. tone, mm-hmm. big tone, slim tone. Who knows? Maybe well, you know, maybe it's sometimes, not as good. Yeah, sometimes I, I go back and forth with the heavyweight thing because obviously, it, even if you're not as lean, but you know how to use your mass. Ma- mass matters, right? There's there's no arguing with that. And so if he's lost, um, probably looks like 30 ish pounds. I mean, it looks like a lot of weight. Thirty, let's say thirty pounds or so. Um, maybe he's a little faster, and is that going to make up for the loss of mass? Because mass does matter. Um, even if it's fat, it, if you know how to use it the right way, it, it, it's effective. Yes. Okay. Um, next question from CP Talk. I watched Flow Grapplings. Who's number one this past weekend? It was phenomenal. How That's we, what's up. How can we capture this feel for wrestling? It feels like wrestling's primary sphere of control is media marketing, while grappling is tied directly into events. Let me take away takeaways from who's number one for us. So I would say. Ooh. Yeah. Christian, can you just tell me exactly what they mean by that that exact comment, like the the media marketing? I didn't quite get that. What do you? Well, think I'm not. Mean? I'm not entirely sure. Either. That's what I was going to say. I I don't okay. know what they. I mean, the the businesses are very similar. We do similar things. Now the difference is yeah. they're able to put on this. The difference is they put on this tournament and we haven't. And I would say if you want to look at what why is this happening on grappling and on wrestling, I would say. It's a lot easier to get the elite jujitsu people to do something like this, whereas wrestling, it's very difficult. And mm. if you look at the finalists for some of these weights, 
you had a, two 18-year-olds win, the Rutolos. You had a 17-year-old in the fi- in the finals. You had 16-year-olds. So these guys, those would be college athletes, the 18-year-olds. And college coaches are reluctant to get their guys in competition. We can't pay college athletes to wrestle at this point. That's an obstacle for sure. And grappling is constructed very differently, right? They've got yeah. – there are some similarities in that they have ADCC, which is Olympics-esque. But that's they also that, only every two years. Every two years. To, There's yeah. IBJJF, which is so, sort of similar to UWW, though not de- definitely not it, a one-to-one. It's um, not on that level, right? Because don't a lot of people skip the IBJJF? Like, I feel like it's not thought of as highly where it is in wrestling. Like, I mean, here's how I thought about it, and you can tell me if I'm wrong because you probably know more now than I, I'm not paying attention to the jiu-jitsu world super closely. Like in wrestling, if you are the best in the world – you're going to go to the world championships. And there's not really anyone arguing that they're the best in the world who doesn't go to the UWW worlds. Whereas in jujitsu, I feel like a lot of times the, the people who were the best didn't also go. Like I think in my era, like I don't feel like Marcelo Garcia usually went to IBJJFs and he was widely thought of as the best in the world. Is that yes. correct or false? Yeah, correct. Okay. The difference is the NCAA worlds and IOC. Yeah. I think that I think... wrestlers view that as the peak. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at you look at how long the sport's been around, and like think about I don't know 100 years ago when they were setting up the NCAA wrestling. Like, oh, this will be a good idea to like have wrestling in college, and then have the world championships. And it's like for uh, jujitsu, it's like kind of now. It's like what is the best way to get like competitors in a big tournament? It's like we get to create that, right? Yeah. And it's like we don't have the yes. the ability to the same freedom to do that with wrestling yes. right now. True, got it. So we want to do that in wrestling. We want to have that, um, and hopefully we can. Um, let's see. Um, someone wants to know about my stickers. All my stickers are pretty much flow-related, except for P. Terry's, which is a great, it's the best uh, burger place in Austin. And then there's Daisy Fresh, which these guys, while we're talking about jiu-jitsu, uh, you should definitely watch our Daisy Fresh um, documentary series on flow grappling. These dudes are savages. They train out of the old abandoned laundromat in Mount Vernon, Illinois, which is not a great place. And actually, this weekend on Flow Grappling, they had a guy who was not even in the field. He got the call Sunday. He was 30 pounds over. He cut down to 185. And this dude took third in the bracket, brought home 8500 bucks. So shout out Jacob Couch, the Hillbilly Hammer. Uh, awesome dude, Hillbilly so, Hammer. What a dude, great this name. kid is awesome. We got a documentary about him. You should check it out. You don't uh, have to like uh, jujitsu at all, Daisy Fresh. You don't need to know the first thing about jujitsu to to like this story. It's it's really cool. Next uh, question. This is a dramatic question. We love the drama though. But does Dake have the most pressure to bring home gold? He's in his prime and in a very depleted field. Not weak though. What do you think, Ben? Uh no, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like that at all. Who's okay? Yeah, who's the person that if they win. don't win, you're like, oh my gosh. Hmm. Because if David loses, I mean, it's who, like, who well, am he just I most the Olympics. surprised by? It. I'd be most surprised if David lost. Um, I mean, I I gotta feel like Kyle Snyder's like, hey, I don't know if they even feel the pressure in, in the way that they're you're describing or this guy is describing. Um, you know, if Snyder loses Sajulayev again, that'll be probably pretty deflating because now it'll be three in a row. Would Jaden and... be more? 
Jaden would be. I mean, but Jaden also just lost at that tournament. I, I I'm kind of thinking that's fluky right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking more know. around the circumstances of like what happened with Jaden at the trials. Yeah, you come back, you lose your first tournament, and you're the two time defending champ. I don't know. Yeah, that's a, it's a tough question because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really think of them like like I. To me, their standards won't be lowered if the, if they don't win. I'll be I'll be obviously disappointed, but it's like, hmm. Well, I not well. I think of them as not as good. Yeah, no, it's hard to say. I would be thinking like, what the heck happened to Kyle Day because he was looking so good, and then he beat Jordan Burroughs, and now he lost to that one dude. Now he lost someone else. Jordan, Jordan I think you know win, if he doesn't, but if Jordan is older, win. man, he's already a made man. He's won yes. five world titles. Hmm. He is a made man, uh, but I think if he doesn't win this field, then you have to start. Um, you know, is his window to win world championships over? He doesn't win this. Close, it, yeah, it's starting to close. That yeah. will be that will be the conversation if he doesn't. Though we don't think that's going to happen. Um, that conversation David would be shocking, but if he, he doesn't just, win with this field. David can't be that shocking if Yazdani beats Dake. him. He said, "Oh, I thought Dake, he said David." Yeah. So I said David, then he said Dake. Yeah, right. That's what I'm. Um, Dake not winning would be shocking, but I think it took David. To the final twenty seconds to beat yes. Yazdani. Do not for he did win, but do not forget that yeah. was a very close match. I'm he also David. is, it, but it also is three in a row, and I feel like Yazdani really wrestled the ideal match in order That's to make correct. it that yeah. close. And obviously, the other two weren't as close. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, well, he almost you know, cautioned him out in match one, yeah. and then just yeah. died. That's that's got to be so deflating. Yeah, to be that close and then lose. Um, Okay, anything else in here before we No, have well, a safe trip. So tomorrow I, is it just me and you me and you, JD tomorrow and that's it or what? Hey, we might be able I might be able to call in at least on the phone or something because we should be in Norway by that point in time. Okay. Um right? I think Bray's gonna hop on as well. David okay. Bray. Yeah, we'll be Bray, and we can that. harass him about not updating the high school twenty twenty two ranking. Bray, you gotta get this done, baby. Yeah, <laughs> let's get go up on him today. Fire him for just twenty like minutes. Just like you did Kozak before That's he was right. even hired. He's fired tomorrow if he Light doesn't, fire if he doesn't do them. Mm-hmm. We'll give him a week. He, wait, Bray, you have a week and then you're fired. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We should get some updated classes twenty twenty two before the Super thirty two though for sure because then we can have them re updated after Super thirty because I looked at like you guys had effing Hunter Garvin at ninety nine which uh, he's very clearly higher than that and there was someone else you had really low all right and, we get uh, it Ben <laughs> jeez they're just, they need to be done these all guys. right thanks so much for listening yeah we'll be back tomorrow maybe I'll be there maybe I won't Ben will he'll peruse the site and find more things to ridicule us about and fire people we're going to oslo baby team usa coming for not one but two world titles we'll get more into the ladies competition as we get a little closer to that for jd raider and john kozak i'm christian piles we gotta go to the airport goodbye